Chef Boyardee is Poe's mentor. <laughs> At that point, it was always going to be Leia. Could have been Baby Yoda. <laughs> wow, what a huge oversight. There's just a hole in the Death Star. Like, what the heck? You know, just like board that up or something, you know? Then jumped onto Wikipedia and was like, oh, there it is. I refused to get on the Wook, um, as, as Jared lovingly refers to it. You're listening to the Star Wars Archives, a Utini.com Patreon-exclusive podcast. Your regular deep dive down the rabbit hole of the Star Wars universe. Discussion, analysis, Easter eggs, and obscure books you've never heard of. And now, here are your hosts, Jose and Trevor. Hello there, you have tuned into episode 63 of the Star Wars Archives, the UTV Network podcast where we take a random Star Wars topic and explain the living band of Poodoo out of it. I'm Trev, keeper of a timeline page over at utini.com. I've spent my entire life consuming Star Wars media and I've read over 1,000 Star Wars books and comics. And joining me today is the guy who I haven't thought of anything witty to say about because I keep forgetting what I have to do every <laughs> other show. Well, I'm Jose, and I have not spent my entire life consuming and collecting as many Star Wars things as my co-host here, and that is why I just tend to disrupt whatever insightful and random Star Wars factoid that Trev is talking about. And that's it. Mine is a really sh- sweet and short little intro on this this version of the intros. Um, but uh, for anyone joining us for the first time, this is a largely extremely pretty much entirely unscripted show here except for this very intro <laughs> um and once we've decided on each episode's topics i will do whatever research i need to do while trev does as little research as possible i think today's probably a little bit more flipped and we'll get to that in a minute um and uh you know we hopefully this will keep you both entertained and informed over the next hour trev what are we talking about today so we are recording this episode on the 5th of March, 2023. Over on Utini's Twitter, Discord, YouTube, and Instagram, our good friend Timothy Guthrie has started the match, uh, match? March Book Madness bracket challenge thing. Uh, <laughs> so for those who aren't familiar, twice a day a poll goes up, up uh, with two books. All of our loyal followers can pick who they want to win. Whichever winner of each bracket goes into the next one, pitted against one other book, until essentially we find out what the favorite book of all time is. It's like a sports bracket for Star Wars nerds. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, for us. Um, (laughs) So what we're going to do is try and predict the final book. So we're going to go through each bracket. I'm going to talk about each book, who wrote it, quickly what it's about, get through the first 64 books and which one's going to win. Yeah. It won't always be the book I think should win, but I'm going to try and choose what you guys are going to choose. Yes. And and just to make it a little bit more fun, I mean, I'm going to tell you guys how this even just this this idea got got started because once we realized that it was 64 books, we thought or maybe I just thought, "Hey, <laughs> yeah, you thought. What if we give Trev 60 minutes to talk about 64 books. <laughs> Trev says he's read every single Star Wars piece of media ever released. Okay, can you remember 64 books and talk about them <laughs> in less than one hour? Which means that he has less than a minute per book. 
So we will go down the entire bracket, and we and he will he will go down the entire bracket. He will determine an ultimate winner. But my goal here is to time this first rundown of going down, you know, going through the first 64 books. After that, we will go down the next brackets. It might be a little bit more rapid fire. I don't know. I mean, I'm going to give Trev as much time there as he needs. But for this first 64 books, he will have exactly 60 minutes and I have a timer. If I interrupt him for whatever reason, because I don't think that, uh, I mean, the man will need some time to like breathe. So I will need to interrupt him. When I do, I will pause the timer because it's not fair if I start, if I divert, you know, if I go on a tangent or if I, you know, distract him with something else, I will pause it and then we will go back into it. Oh, that's that's very fair. That's uh, I, that's rugby refereeing rather than football refereeing. Yes. I like it. So I will do that because I really want to see if you can talk about. You know, I want to be fair about this, and I want to see if you can talk about sixty-four books in sixty minutes. So um, I do have a timer in here. Um, you know, so I have a big screen, so you will see it when it goes. Um, I'll be showing it to you, Trev. I will be showing it to you the, for you know every ten minutes at the beginning. Okay. Uh, once we hit 10 minutes left, I will show it to you every minute, uh, just to add a little <laughs> bit of fire there. This is, I don't know where you will be in the whole thing. Uh, maybe you're already done with it and then great. Then you did great. If not, then you're going to have to really rush through those last few books. Uh, now we were discussing this before we started hitting record. Jose seems to think an hour is not enough time. I'm going into this thinking I can get from 64 to 1 in an hour. So we'll see which of us is right. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, again, like, I I want to give each book its moment. So, yes. so, so to me, that's also, it's like, I want for you guys, for you listeners that maybe have not read 64, <laughs> these 64 books, you probably have read some of them. Maybe you've read all of them. But if you have been thinking or wondering if you should read any of these books, hopefully, at least I think, it would be great if Trevor here can sell you on the book. It may just be a very, very quick description yeah. Yeah. of each book. Like You might just be like, this one has dinosaurs. Next? I don't know. Yes. Ideally, a little bit more than that I would want. And, but if you say, this one has dinosaurs, then I might just, that's, that's when I come in. I'm, I'm like, Trev, come on. I like dinosaurs. <laughs> Jurassic Park is one of one of my top five. I need more than this, and that's are when we I talking T Rex or Stegosaurus? Exactly. So I mean, maybe that's when that's when I would have to pause it when I just go, Trev, call, hold on. But <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't just do that for every book because then it's not fair. You can't just be like dinosaurs next, and then I'm like, then I have yeah, to pause yeah, yeah. it. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> I'm being generous here with how I'm timing it. So don't abuse the system. <laughs> okay all right so um trev anything else that we're leaving off of the actual rules and before i get into the little housekeeping thing wait we've got rules well yeah i mean we're, we, we have been it, establishing them yeah but yeah, let's be honest as far as you're going Jose, you'll start awarding points halfway through so you mm. know i'm taking the rules with a pinch of salt all right okay well the last thing before that i would say that um you know, obviously, this is uh, this is inspired from March Madness happening here in the U.S. If you're not into college sports, then you probably still have heard of it because <laughs> people here are obsessed with that kind of thing. But that ends at the end of March. So 
I mean, the fact that we're talking about 64 books, that some of them were from Legends and stuff, makes this ideally fun at any time to listen to it. But what we will do is that after the whole voting ends, and we have, I mean, Utini as a whole has reached a winner, then we will, whatever episode we record next after that, we will compare Trev's um, answers and we'll see how well he did. So I can guarantee you now that Ruins of Dantooine doesn't win. <laughs> we'll see. You... <laughs> I don't think it's even in the seeding. <laughs> okay. Um, so that's so that yeah. So stay tuned to see how well Trev did. We will you know maybe we'll do a little graphic for it and see how you know some infograph to see how to compare your your results. I don't know. Something could be could be done. All right, but before we get into the actual hour of that, <laughs> this 60 minutes for 64 books, <laughs> we'd like to massively thank all of our Utini patrons who helped make this show possible and to our loyal general release listeners. If you'd like to help us out as well, you can go to st- you can get your Star Wars-inspired merch on utini.com slash merch. Uh, use the ever-present Amazon affiliate links on our timeline pages at utini.com and also go to patreon.com slash utini. And when you become a member, not only will you get access to all of our episodes in advance, you also get a bunch of other Utini member exclusives. Trev, is that it for that segment? Should we get into the main meat segment? Segment done. Okay. I'm going to get the bracket open over here so that I can follow the the list. Um, Should I bring up the two and then you talk about them or do you want to read them actually i'm gonna read them first and give, then you go give, through that give me give me both at once both at once and i will start the timer right after i get i say the first two okay, okay. all right uh <clears throat> this is <laughs> i'm a little nervous i don't know why i'm just like <laughs> i feel like <laughs> okay I had a full burst of, i mean yes, you're the one go. you're the one here that has to do all the work so i don't know why i'm nervous <laughs> Uh, okay you're in charge of a clock is a very important responsibility it is an important for, for for what i'm trying to do here yes okay here we go uh trev Bracket book madness one. lost stars versus death troopers go so lost stars the claudia gray book that spans the entire original trilogy young adult novel but people love it and rightly so it's in one of a utini uh sensational six essential six uh death troopers han and chewie fight zombie stormtroopers on a prison ship could be sensational that's what happens keep, keep going, keep going. <laughs> um by joe schreiber uh so lost stars is rightfully gonna win this bracket okay but why death i'm gonna pause it right now wait death troopers is what did you just it's han and so han and chewie fight zombie stormtroopers on a prison ship okay yeah, all right. I'm going to keep so, going. So, hold on, stay Paul. So, the really weird thing is that Joe, Joe Schreiber wrote Death Troopers and um, Red Harvest, which is an Old Republic-based prequel story for this, to... Oh, and he wrote Darth Maul Lockdown, which in itself was a really gory book. So, he wrote two horror books, one action book with some gory moments, and then he wrote The Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett junior novels. <laughs> this is- all very right. odd all right okay so lost stars or death troopers that was it okay so lost stars will win and rightfully so okay then now we have uh ahsoka versus lords of the sith go so these first few brackets have already happened so we've got ahsoka by ek johnston uh young adult novel um 
post Order 66, post Clone Wars, already retconned a bit by the Tales of a Jedi animated series. And then you've got Lords of a Sith by Paul S. Kemp, which is the superior book, but I can understand that people will vote with their hearts rather than their heads, and they would accuse Ahsoka, and they have, because this vote happened yesterday. So Ahsoka will win this bracket. Alright, but what Lords of the Sith, you didn't really describe what that was. Uh, so, so it's actually, it's Vader and Palpatine on a planet, and the cover's got Vader and Palpatine on, and you think, oh great, it's a Sith Lord book, but it's not. It's about Cham Syndulla. You know, Hero's dad. It's about him and early rebellion stuff. It's a really good book. It's a bit missold with the cover of a name. Mm. But, you know, that's marketing for you. Well, let's talk about marketing. Which one, if you if you had them side by side on the book stand and you knew nothing about each one, what which one would you think people would pick? You'd pick the one with Darth Vader and <laughs> Palpatine on the cover that's called Lords of the Sith. Okay. Um, unless, you know, you're a young kid and you're well into the Clone Wars and that's your main entry into Star Wars. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Next up, we have the High Republic Convergence versus Republic Commando series. Now, I haven't read Convergence. I still haven't read any of High Republic Phase 2. Uh, is it Zarita Cordova? I think she's the author. And then you've got Republic Commando five book series by Karen Travis, which is problematic. And there's some um, issues with that book. I think that at least half of that series is really, really good. And there's some alternate viewpoints about the Jedi Order that are really worth exploring. Um, What's the gist of the gener- like of the series? Like, uh, you know, it's it's for Republic Commandos from you know the Clone Army and. Carl Skirata there, you know, the old Mandalorian who teaches them. I mean, it's, it's so much more about Mandalorian culture and stuff like that. And mm. it really does go down that road. And Jedi join them because, you know, they're essentially becoming Mandalorians. And it's really anti-Jedi. Mm. Um, and, you know, they're really good. And then Karen Travis just goes off the plot, completely <laughs> loses it. Um, it also it ends on a massive cliffhanger that's never resolved because she left Star Wars in a huff because... What we were seeing of Mandalorian Clone Wars wasn't what she'd written, but, you know, that's what sandboxes are all about. Um, you know, she's got a few extreme views as well, mm-hmm. uh, which people didn't exactly take to. So, so yeah, so for that reason, I think that the High Republic book will probably get chosen over Republic Commando. All right, I'm going to pause it right here, too, because I... So, I know you haven't read... Um convergence or anything from that this the current phase of high republic yes but just for anyone listening i mean just in case i don't know if there's any other f- books from this phase of the high republic but what is the high Repu- current high republic books focused on if you don't know specifically what convergence is about just so that we can compare uh, plot versus plot of the series I, I know from the summary that there's two characters who have been in this so far who meet up again maybe they're in path uh, of deceit i don't know um but they meet up again i know it's post battle of Jeddah. that's about all i know okay and yeah and then this what about arrow i mean arrow wise so how Re- uh, republic commando is set when bb so that's um or a- so a- post attack of the clones up until after order 66 okay so that's still BBY. So it's, it's all through the Clone Wars, and then versus something that is happening hundreds of years before that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
So you're going convergence on that one. Yes. Okay. Uh, all right. Oh, this is I, a... I think there's a bit of there's a bit of recency bias as well, you know. There's yeah. Much more chance of people having read a High Republic book or the casual reader having read the High Republic book than a five series, very military focused book. I mean, we have a lot of very. Um... You know, legends, big legends fans in our communities. So, oh yeah, who absolutely. Knows? All right, uh, okay. Next we have the Thrawn trilogy from Legends versus the High Republic Path of Destruction. Is it or Path to Destruction? Path, Path of Deceit. Path of sorry. Deceit. There we yes. go. I couldn't read the whole thing. Okay, go. So Thrawn trilogy. We don't need to talk about that, do we? We literally discussed that a couple of weeks yeah, so ago. We should know um, what it's about. Path of Deceit again. High Republic Phase 2, still have not read. Uh, I'm trying to remember the author for Passive Path of Deceit. I can't off the top of my head. Um, but hey, what do you know of the book? Is, I, I don't. <laughs> it's you got know a blue cover. The book. It's, it's got a blue cover. Is I know that. Blue co- oh, Thrawn is blue. Okay, so we've got two blue things. <laughs> uh. um, but Thrawn, Thrawn is going to win. Uh, you know, Hands down? To, uh, of course he is. You're, you're going to have to put up a heavy hitter to beat the Thrawn trilogy. So you think that whoever made this bracket shouldn't have put Path of Deceit against Thrawn? Uh, no, I think it was no, it was done from Utini reading order, and then was it randomized? Mm. Uh, I don't, I don't know, but you know, some thought went into it. Okay. Uh, so, you know, but Thrawn, Thrawn is going to win. All right. Okay. <laughs> Next is uh, Leia, Princess Valderon versus the co- courtship of Princess Leia. Oh no, this is a tough one. So. <laughs> uh, I haven't Princess read either one, so I want descriptions, good descriptions so, for each one. Princess of Alderaan is a Claudia Gray young adult book. So this is her in her late teens, mid to late teens on Alderaan. It spans a few years. It's got um, uh, Holdo from The Last Jedi. She's in it mm-hmm. as a youngster with Leia. Um, I think it's Leia's you know, first taste of romance as well as finding out that Bale's involved in a rebellion, and she does a few bits for him. It's a really solid book. Mm-hmm. Um, Courtship of Princess Leia is Han kidnaps Leia with a stun gun. What? To force her to marry him. What? Uh, well, after Mon Mothma has allowed her to promise her hand to the Prince of the Hapes Consortium in order for them to aid the rebellion. Um, <laughs> it's That doesn't it's sound 90s, very good. It's 90s cheese but it's also a very good book of its time. But these are both very good books. Um, so. But I think I think Claudia Gray and Recency Bias will come into this again. Uh, I think Princess of Alderaan will take the hit. Also because it doesn't have that, you know, that whole thing of Han kidnapping Leia to, <laughs> to prove his affections. Yeah, that doesn't. <laughs> it's a bit problematic. It's, I just, yeah, just probably a little bit. Um, I'm sure he meant. Well. When was that one released? Uh, I'm gonna go with '95. '95 and Princess of Al- and uh, Leia, Princess of Alderaan. Uh, twenty. 2017, 2016. Okay. I'm sure it came out before the Last Jedi. I'm sure it's part of the Journey to the Last Jedi publishing. All right. Program. All right, so Princess of uh, Leia, Princess of Alderaan wins that one. Next, we have uh, Brotherhood versus Rebel Rising. Ooh. Okay, so Brotherhood is the recent Mike Chen 
Obi-Wan and Anakin investigate the that business on Catanimodia for the 27th time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a really good book. Uh, loads of Easter eggs in it. Uh, they even mention the Clone Wars micro series, the Gendi Tartakovsky series. Oh, do they? Sentences, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they mentioned Grievous's battle on Hypori. That's the one with um, the Jedi that looks like Shaggy mm. and Scooby Doo. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then Rebel Rising is that young readers, uh, not young readers. It's a junior book. Is it Beth Revis? It's a junior it's or the, YA? Yeah, it's for. It's YA, sorry. Yeah. It's the lead into Rogue One. And it's really good. Yeah. Like it's yeah, that one's good. Tier. Um I read Brotherhood that was Brotherhood was really good as well. So this is tough, but I think Rebel Rising will take it. Alright. Re- uh Brotherhood I haven't finished actually. I think I don't think I finished it. Um but Rebel Rising I have read and I, I agree with you on that one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh next we have Dooku Jedi Lost versus Shatterpoint. Okay, I'm going to start by saying Dooku's going to win, but it shouldn't. Okay. Oh, <laughs> controversial <laughs> bracket so here. Jedi Lost is the Cavan Scott audio drama um, that loads of people really dug, and I just thought it was Hogwarts in space. <laughs> um, I wasn't a great fan of it. Mm. Whereas Shatterpoint by... Matthew Stover is basically Apocalypse Now in space. Mm-hmm. Um, so it depends whether you like your Harry Potter movies or your Apocalypse Nows, really. Uh, but what happens <laughs> well, in Shatterpoint? More... Uh, Mace Windu has to go to a, on a mission to his home planet. Um, and it is, you know, it is Apocalypse Now. It is the whole descent into darkness and mm. people lose their minds. It's it's really good book. And Matthew Stover's incredible. Every Star Wars book he's ever written is God-tier Star Wars. You know, the, not just the way it's right, but the themes it explores, and it's just so good. Um, but people prefer Harry Potter to Apocalypse now, so Dooku. Well, what Jedi happens Lost in Jedi win. Lost? Uh, Dooku and Sidious break into some rooms they're not supposed to, where they keep the magic spells, sorry, dark side artifacts um, <laughs> <laughs> that are forbidden. Um, and then he goes a bit mental and has visions. Um, oh, and uh, Ray Lavaros is in it. That's about all I actually remember from the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and there's a, there's a frame story with Asajj Ventress recording a diary. Mm-hmm. Is that what happens? Something like that. Okay. All right. Shatterpoint is a better book. All right. Okay. Ob- objectively. Objectively. Okay. <laughs> Next, we have Phasma versus... The High Republic, is it a Midnight Horizon, right? Ooh, ooh. Yeah. So Phasma by Delilah S. Dawson is the Phasma book that's not really about Phasma. It's about Via Marathi. It's so, and it's it is so an good. Excellent book. Excellent book. But I've slept on for far too long. <laughs> um, and it really, really surprised me. Uh, Midnight Horizon is... An excellent book. As long as you've read all three volumes of the High Republic Adventures beforehand, otherwise you won't have a clue what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's an excellent book. Oh, this is a tough call. I think that... So what happens the, in each one? Phasma. Uh, Phasma. Uh, is getting tortured and convinces Cardinal to help her escape, while in the meantime you get flashbacks to Phasma growing up as a... Not really growing up, but have you know her 
younger years as a like primitive tribal society, I mm-hmm. think. Um, Midnight Horizon is basically the massive big finale of Wave 1. Um, <laughs> I can't remember much of what happens. Mm. Big Space Battle, Corellia, mm. Yoda. So um, is, is that Lunar an MTs. indicator of what is a, a superior book? I, I think... <laughs> I think Phasma is the superior book. I think Phasma should take this. And I think will that's it what take people it? will vote. Okay. Yeah, I think people will vote for Phasma. Okay. Everyone you ever speak to about the Phasma novel says how much they loved it. Yeah. I don't think I've ever read anyone or heard anyone say that they didn't enjoy it. Wherever there have been differencing opinions, different differing opinions on Midnight Horizon. Some people found it too dry, just couldn't wrap their heads around the characters because they hadn't read i've got we're 10 minutes down i've just had the timer so <laughs> we're 10 40. minutes down yes <laughs> that's, that's all right i think yeah, we're doing, doing well good. yeah all right and now we have master and apprentice versus battlefront 2 inferno squad Oof. so master and apprentice is that claudia gray again i, I think know. so uh that's Obi-Wan and Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon and Rail Avaros, the cowboy, mm-hmm. most importantly, we have to remember the cowboy. Mm-hmm. Um so that's yeah, that's that's the one where Qui-Gon gets invited to sit on the Jedi Council and Obi-Wan finds out and they go on whole mission and by the end of it, Qui-Gon decides he's not going to. It's a really good book, really, really good Qui-Gon book. And then Inferno Squad is about Inferno Squad from the Battlefront game, led led by Iden Versio. I cannot remember the plot at all, but it's a few it's a few years old now. Yeah, it is a few years old, so that must be that must be like twenty sixteen. Which one is more recent? Uh, Master and Apprentice. That's what two years old. Okay, I can't remember. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, and because the Battlefront 2 is essentially a video game tie-in versus a Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan and Ray Lavaros for Cowboy book. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have to go with Master and Apprentice as the reader's choice. Remember, that I'm not choosing what I would vote to win. Would you? I'm choosing what I think people will vote for. Yeah, I mean, the, but the fact that you can't even remember the plot of Inferno Squad. But it's got Inferno Squad in it. Sure. It's, it's so if, if, it was your, if it was up to you, which one would you choose? I'd, I'd choose Inferno Squad oh, if okay. it was up to me. Okay. But I just wanted to make forward. sure that you were. And I'm not. I'm not even saying that it's deserving of winning. But I personally would choose that book over Master and Apprentice, just for shits and giggles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Master and Apprentice. The public wins. will choose Master and Apprentice, oh. and they should. Okay. Uh, next up, we have the Queen trilogy versus Outbound Flight. I think there's a book that I've not read here. I don't think I read the last of the Queen trilogy by E.K. Johnston. Okay. So you've got Queen's Hope, Queen's Peril, Queen's Shadow. Yes. And then Outbound, Outbound Flight by Timothy Zahn. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason that I've not read the third of the Queen's books is that I don't like them very much. Oh, that's... Mm, okay. <laughs> and I know it's an unpopular opinion. That is an unpopular, um, yeah. They are not for me. It's that simple. I find that the plot is barely there. I understand that 
There's a lot of characterization, and people prefer, you know, prefer that over the plot sometimes. But I don't think even my characterization is that well written. Sorry, people. Um, an outbound flight is Timothy Zahn, but it's an older one. Mm-hmm. I know Thrawn's older, but loads of people have read it. I think this is a tough one to call. I think people are going to vote for the Queen's trilogy. Mm-hmm. I, I I really do think they will. This is the first one where I'm not sure mm. whether I'll have got this right. I'm confident up till now. This is the first one where I've really had to think about what the people are going to choose. Ah, it's interesting. <laughs> I'm going to pause it here for a second. Yeah, I mean, I, I and I think that I have, I don't know if I've finished the trilogy either. But I think that based on what you're saying, because I haven't read Outbound because Flight. They but, feel very lightweight and throwaway to me. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I know, knowing you, I know that you like things of consequence. And the thing is, like, yes. while the, I think these are all very well-written books, but, I, I, you know, they are happening concurrently to things that we already know happened. Yeah. And I think that's, to me, that's what you're, what you're reacting to. I think that it does... It does. No, no, because I can, I can, I can love that as well. Like you give me something like uh, from a certain point of view or tells from outside the cantina where you see all the off-screen stuff. Sure, I'll, I'll love that stuff. Yeah, but then that's all. But those are also shorter pieces. So these are, yeah. this, So it's more. So then it, it's fine for them to feel a little bit more throwaway, like you're saying, because they're, yeah, okay, they're not yeah, consequential. Yeah. They're not consequential, but it's also very easy for you to read through them. These are full-on novels happening on the sidelines of the main plot of a movie. Therefore, yeah. like knowing your preference, like you specifically, Trev, then I feel, I mean, that's what I'm like getting from this because like I, it's, yeah, I mean, I, being able to give proper personalities to each one of Padme's like handmaidens, like that's also pretty interesting. And I, you know, and I just, cause I'm not the biggest fan of the prequels myself, and when reading these books, I'm like, oh, I wish I had seen this in the movie. <laughs> so, so to me, that was one of those things that it, then watching the movie, I'm like, oh, I'm like, it was. And that was one of the most common things I heard was that people who read Queen's Peril, I think, mm-hmm. wanted to watch Phantom Menace straight away. Yeah. You and... know, or, or get shone a whole different light on it. But yeah. I've had that done in the past. Right, right. By Darth Plagueis and right. other works. Yeah. You know, so maybe. People had just never read a book that filled in those gaps for them before. Not, I mean, that's, I mean, I would say that, but it's also just within Star Wars. I mean, yeah, I mean, you usually will just have more of a, about the Jedi and more about like maybe the Sith. So you have usually the male characters is also just getting more, more and more information. Whereas yeah. you have like the one female lead of a mo- of of a trilogy. And then that's about it. There's very little of anyone else. So I think it just really helps round out and just provide a little bit more diversity in general to the prequels by just adding these extra stories. Hey, the, one, the one thing we've been saying for a while is, you know, Star Wars is a buffet, right? You're not going to yeah. like everything. Oh, no, of now, course. Now, I personally, you may not know this, I do not like cheese. <laughs> I know I'm in the minority yes. for not liking cheese. Yes. And people think I'm a crazy person yeah. for not liking cheese. But yeah. I don't like cheese. Um, maybe Queen's Peril is just my cheese. Yeah. No, I mean, and I don't I don't think I knew that you weren't a big fan of the Queen trilogy. So that, that's why I'm like, oh. and But as you were talking about it, I could see why. 
And yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was sort of like, oh yeah, I mean, like I know the kinds of books that you tend to prefer, or the kinds of plots, and that's why I'm like, I'm, so I, this is just me being like, oh yeah, this is interesting because I think yeah, this that, is that probably tracks. why. <laughs> so, uh, so it's not really a slight on the books themselves. It's really just that you, you know, if we hadn't had the the trilogy, the prequel trilogy, then perhaps this books would have been to you. <laughs> A little more interesting because then you're like, oh wow, there's all this stuff happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, I still think they'll win. Yeah. So. Okay. So I've got to give them a deuce. Time we're back on. Next up, we have. Oh no, where did I go? Oh, okay. You slowed the, me down. The High Republic. <laughs> uh, I can't see the whole thing. Light of, of the, the Jedi. Jedi. And then we have the Old Republic, Revan. So, so Light of the Jedi versus Revan. <laughs> Light of the Jedi, uh, Charles Soule obviously kicked off the High Republic era. Um, we don't need to talk too much about what happens. It sets up an entire era plotline. It's brilliant. It's masterful. It's incredible. Um, <laughs> Any other <laughs> phrases? It, it is, though. It, you, you can't argue with it. In, yeah. you know, in the whole library and history of Star Wars books, it's up there. Okay. Um, which is no mean feat. No. Um, Old Republic, uh, Revan, written, bra- written by Drew Carpishan. Carpishan. Um, it's okay. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it it carries on the story from the Knights of the Old Republic video game, um, and tries to add some context to the overall Old Republic saga outside of a video game storyline. Yeah. Um, whilst at the same time putting, you know, a very fixed characterization, gender, face to Revan, mm-hmm. which doesn't happen in the video game because you design your own character. Yeah. Uh, and you know, lots of people didn't like it for various reasons. It's it's okay. Okay. Uh, so Light of the Jedi is gonna that's gonna stomp Revan. <laughs> That's going to be the first like eighty percent to twenty percent result. I think. Interesting. I mean, yeah, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of Revan fans fans out there, but it's, maybe it's not because but the, of the book. They're itself. fans of the character, not the book. Got it. Got it. Okay. Next, we have the Princes and the Scoundrel versus X-wing Wraith Squadron. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. So, Princess and the Scoundrel, I've not read more than a couple of chapters. Uh, Beth Revis, I know that um, essentially Han and Leia go on their honeymoon on the Halcyon Cruiser, you know, the Star Wars hotel that you can go and stay in, mm. um, versus Race Squadron by Aaron Alston, which is one of the best Star Wars series of all time, but hardly anybody's read. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not a big series it's not one of the big staples um listen princess and scoundrel are probably going to win this um unless my race squadron stands and i know that you're out there people unless they come out in force to vote for race squadron princess and the scoundrel will win so your 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 I personal think. would be race squadron but absolutely because it's again you you keep hearing me harp on about x-wing starfighters mm-hmm. of adyamar you know wraith squadron is Again, the same author and it's they're just brilliant everyone <laughs> i think timothy read them about a year ago and he'd never yeah. read them before and there's like one um character death that happens sort of two-thirds of the way into 
the first book. And you've only just been introduced to these characters in this book. And it's so hard hitting. Yeah. You know, it probably just wipes you out. They're so well written and they're hilarious and the action's brilliant. But, you know, a book about Han Solo and Leia getting married is, is going to beat. <laughs> and also, just, that just came out last year, right? So, yeah. Yeah. So recently. Uh, this by, year. Yeah. This? No. Uh, yeah, last year. Last yeah, year. 20... Yeah, of course, we're in 2023. Within the last year. <laughs> yes. Um, I. <laughs> As I was typing up who you are saying wins, I wrote the the princess and the and the squadron. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd read that book. <laughs> All right, next we have uh, Bloodline Singular versus Shadows of the Empire. Bloodline is the Claudia Gray one, isn't it? And Bloodlines is the <laughs> Karen Travis one. Okay, so we're talking. Is that right? I need to do my research to make sure I'm talking about the right book. But all I need to do is go, is go into the Legends channel in our Discord. because Bloodline that... is indeed the one by Claudia Gray. Okay, so there we go. And what's the opposition? Bloodline is versus Shadows of the Empire. Bloodline has a fantastic <laughs> cover, though. I love the cover of Bloodline. Bloodline is great. Now, I struggled with Bloodline. I think I picked it up and put it down half a dozen times um i've really had to power through until something just clicked for yeah. me in like chapter three yeah um and it's a real political book it's really good and there's loads of big saga stuff in there as well yeah i really like um, that one. you know leia finds out that or the whole wor- galaxy finds out that leia is vader's daughter yeah. and you've got all political stuff and you've got the whole uh ransom Gustafano, or whatever his name is. Yeah. Whatever. The guy who turns Something up in like Resistance that. Reborn again as well. You know, the whole, he was, I collect. He was collecting Nazi all the memorabilia. memorabilia. Yeah. yeah. It's a great book. It's a really good I mean, book. I think I mean, that was got, my uh, second sh- second Star Wars book ever that I've ever read. First one was did you, Catalyst, did you have the same thing where you struggled to get into it? Or I don't know if, whether that was a common thing with me. I know a couple of people have definitely sort of said the same thing. Uh, I just felt like there was a whole tonal shift. It took me a few chapters in. I'm gonna I'm gonna pause here. Yeah, no, it took me it took me a minute to get into it, but it's also because I, I I still wasn't used to reading Star Wars because yeah, this is only the second. But because I even had trouble with my first one, first one being Catalyst. Because I mean, Catalyst is quite dry. Yeah. as well. But once it, once I understood and placed myself in the book like i'm like oh okay i I, you know once i i got it then it was like you know really enjoyed it and i felt the same with bloodline where it was like wait what's going on because then going from catalyst to this one both very political books obviously but yeah and about 30 years 30 40 (laughs) years between them yeah so it just kind of like took me like a minute to understand where i had to be mentally (laughs) and then i could enjoy it but i mean i think that happens to me a lot or has been happening to me a lot with my star wars reading journey because i'm kind of being reading books all over the place in no particular order so sometimes i'm like hey (laughs) what era am i in now yeah yeah. so it takes me until like the third chapter like you said until something more significant happens and i'm like okay now i'm hooked but before that i'm still just trying to figure out like wait why do i care about this character now like who is this person and even so i don't know that's just like that that was my uh my experience with bloodline 
But I bet you haven't read Shadows of the Empire. I have not read Shadows of the Empire. I talked about it for over an hour with you. Yeah, we, so we, we did a whole episode on this one. Uh, Shadows of the Empire by Steve Perry from Resume. 1995. Um, you know, this, this was a full-on cornerstone of the Legends continuity. Uh, book, comic, video game, toys trading cards the works set between empire strikes back and return of the jedi it's 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 a really good book it's a really strong story there's some you know choices that probably wouldn't be made today and mm. some writing that can be a bit problematic but you know i think it still holds up as a as a star wars book um ah uh, I'm trying to pick a winner here. Can um, you enjoy Shadows of the Empire as a standalone book without everything else that they were doing with that? Like absolutely, yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Yep, hundred percent. Just making sure. You know, it's it's a complete story in and of itself. Like the comic focuses on what Boba Fett was doing at the time of the book, and he's hardly in the book, so you just get a different point of view on the story. Um, will Shadows of the Empire beat Bloodline? Um, it it could, you know. This could be the bit first Legends upset. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to call it. I'm going to say the Shadows of the Empire will Shadows beat Bloodline. Em- okay. And I know it's a Claudia Gray book, but she's been in here a few times already. I think <laughs> people <laughs> go, well, you know, if, if I was going to vote against a Claudia Gray book, then it would be with Shadows of the Empire. I think there's also the possibility that more people will have read Shadows of the Empire. so Or at least be aware of it. So that's what I'm going to go for. All right, now we have... I can't... Now we have Thrawn Alliances and Thrawn Treason. <laughs> okay. Versus... Uh, why those two are not, oh! not just Thrawn? Versus... Oh, so, it, so it's going to be Thrawn, Thrawn Alliances, and Thrawn Treason. So it's yeah. the, the canon Thrawn Treason. No, but it doesn't, it doesn't say Thrawn on its own. It just says Thrawn Alliances and Thrawn Treason. No... I mean... Which is weird. Okay. Versus Galaxy's Edge, a crash of fate. Do I we, think we do need we to wanna... assume that it's the whole trilogy. I think we should, yeah. It makes more okay. sense. Cause, but it's everything else always just says trilogy or whatever. Yeah, this yeah, one yeah. just says these two books specifically. Okay, is it is Thrawn on its own later down the list? It is. Oh, okay. Well, that is an odd choice. Then. That is an odd choice. Um, Okay, so Alliances and Treason by Timothy Zahn. One of them, very good. One of them, not as good. Um, Probably the only sort of Timothy Zahn misfire. I would say say one of them, okay. One of them, not okay. Or not as okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So one of them is, you know, Thrall meets Anakin, and then Thrall meets Vader in two different time frames, Mm -hmm. running, uh, you know, connected throughout the book. That's the one that's not very good. And how best to describe treason? Um, Thrawn does Thrawny stuff. It's <laughs> <laughs> about the best way to describe that book, really. Um, I mean, you've got Galaxy's Egg, A Crash of Fate, uh, Zoroda, Cordova, Zoroda, Cordova, um, kind of a, a romance YA book set on Batu and, you know, sequel era trilogy. Listen, it's a no brainer. It's Zahn's. Less strong entries are still going to be a crash of fate. Okay. This entries in. 
Okay. Fair enough. That's good. All right, next. We're about halfway down yet. We're about a third. How far down? We the list are, are we? on the, We're about to go on the fifteenth match. Oh, so we're about halfway. We're just about under halfway. halfway. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. Next, we have Dark Disciple versus Cloak of Deception. Ooh. Dark Disciple <laughs> being my favorite Star Wars book. So Dark all. Disciple, uh, Christy Golden. So that's is it, Christy Golden? Uh, anyway, so that's um, Asajj Ventress and Quinlan Voss, mm-hmm. and I, I same as um, uh, Phasma. I sat on this book for ages. You know, uh, Quinlan Voss is a huge Legends character. He had a full arc. I didn't really want to see it tampered with. I didn't like what <sighs> was done to him in the Clone Wars cartoon. So I sat on this book for ages, and it's really bloody good. It's really, really yeah. good. Yeah. Um, they get full character arcs, you know, they get closure. It's a stonker of a book. Um, and then you've got Cloak of Deception, which is James uh, James Luceno's first Star Wars book, which is full-on oh, political intrigue. Okay, yeah. Yep. Full-on political intrigue before The Phantom Menace. Loads of Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon, loads of Palpatine, loads of Tarkin. It's really good. Um, <laughs> and it should probably win. Uh, but again, it's one of those that I kind of find myself recommending a lot. So I yeah. know that a lot of people haven't read it. Mm. Um, and even people who've been put off by Lucino, because, you know, you find when you're reading a James Lucino book that you also have to have a dictionary open at the same time. <laughs> this is his first Star Wars book, and it's not nearly as dense and dry as his okay. later works. Okay, It's like entry-level James Lucino. <laughs> <laughs> And it's a really action-filled book as well. Okay. Um, so my personal choice would be for Cloak of Deception to win because it also also has impacts on the reasons for the Phantom Menace, mm-hmm. the reasons why they're taxing the Outer Rim systems and the Trade Federation are kicking off. You know, it gives backstory to that whole boring subplot. It gives it a bit of meat. Yeah. And it makes sense of it all. Um, so I think Cloak of Deception should win, and if you know, if you, I haven't made my point clear enough. If you haven't read that book, you should read it. Uh, but Dark Disciple will win. Okay, I was gonna like, but <laughs> you think it should win, but it's not gonna be the one that yes. wins. All right, fell Fair enough. All right, next we have, uh, Throne Ascendancy trilogy versus the High Republic into the Dark. Oof. So Throne Ascendancy, Throne does Throny stuff for three books, <laughs> while still. In the chess. Um, they're really good, though. They are really, really strong. It's high sci-fi Star Wars. Um, the first one is great. You know, yeah. The second you and know. third were, to me, I mean, similar to the new Thrawn, the other Thrawn trilogy. First one is excellent, and then the other two just fall a little flat. Yeah, he just, he just needs an editor. Again. <laughs> <laughs> just needs someone to say, you know, that's enough of Thrawn being Thrawn. Yeah. Um, or Timothy Zahn being Timothy Zahn, you know. We get it. Uh, and then Into the Dark. So that's the first YA book for High Republic. Oh, yeah. Is this the one with the... With the... It's the one with the Drengear. The Drengear, yeah. I can't remember who wrote it off the top of my head. Um, is it another Claudia Gray? I think it might be. Um, and it's a really, really solid book. It's a really, really good book. Uh, but based on Thrawn Ascendancy alone, I think Thrawn's going to win again. 
I'm sensing a pattern here. We're going to end up with Thrawn against Thrawn, aren't we? I I kind of wanted to at now. some point. Yeah, but at some <laughs> point, Thrawn has to get voted out by Thrawn. I mean, it might be like the new Thrawn, the canon Thrawn versus Legends Thrawn. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna see. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, next up, we have um, Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, that wins. Versus Yoda: Dark Rendezvous. Oh, oh, what a oh. kick in the teeth. <laughs> okay, Revenge of the Sith is going to win. Yeah. It's matched over. It's one, it's one of the best Star Wars books that's ever been written. Um, but Yoda Dark Rendezvous, we were talking about this, what, a couple of episodes ago? Mm-hmm. With me, you know, waxing lyrically and poetically about how damn good it is. Um, hey, if I could take one thing from this, it's that that's a, that's a worthy book to get knocked out by. Okay. So, you know, I think that... I think that's somebody has shown Dark Rendezvous some respect and put them up against a heavy hitter. You know, I wouldn't want Dark Rendezvous to get knocked out by the Queen's trilogy or an Inferno squad. But, you know, if it's going to get knocked out by Revenge of the Sith, fine. Yep. Okay. Can't argue. All right. Again, go and read Dark Rendezvous. All right. Next, we have Shadow of the Sith versus Dr. Aphra, an audiobook original. Ooh. Shadow of a Sith, Adam Christopher came out last year. You know, that's the big sort of Luke Skywalker trilogy spanning book. Um, Luke and Lando trying to hunt down Ocha Bestoon, Little Ray. Oh, yeah. Really, really good book. Eh. Really good book. That's all right. Um, but it's a big, you know, it's a big event book. It's a big uh, event book, yeah. I think know, the Bestoon, the some, some of it just felt a little like shoehorn trying to make it fit with whatever was happening in the movies to me i mean yeah, obviously I mean, that, but, that's what they're doing that's what they have to do with i think all of those yeah, books, that's, but... that was the remit to a certain degree but i think yeah. it was done well it was, yeah, it was um, done well i, I have my, and I, I, yeah uh, versus what oh afra afra um ah uh, that's that's a tough call you know but so the afra one what Chronicles the the end of the Darth Vader series and kind of leads into the Afro yeah. Comics series. I had um, a lot more fun with one versus the other. I mean, obviously, I can tell already which one that is because you've just said you didn't enjoy Shadow of a Sith. <laughs> it was fine. I just like it. It to me, it felt a little like eh, inconsequential, like you would say sometimes. <laughs> I mean, it's it's the opposite of inconsequential because of the things that happen in the book. Yeah. Uh, you know, but I think Afro will win. Um, again, I don't think it should here, really. I think, you know, I'm also not sure about putting a script book up against a book. I don't think that's, you know, maybe just trying to fill up the numbers. I don't, I don't know. I'm just saying. Um, but I think Afro will win. I'm going to pause it here. Um, yeah. Uh, to me, I mean, to me, if Afra doesn't get as many votes here, it would be because it's basic. You know, it is telling the same story from the comic book. So for people to be, whenever I've talked to people, but only about what this, half of it, isn't it? It's only half no, it's of it does that. Pretty much it entire. Its, own, it's it's the well, whole. No, because you've got yeah, but you've got the frame story going on as the same, okay, the same true, time. She's telling true. that story. True, but I feel like a lot of people that didn't enjoy it, it was like, well. I had already read this and I think for, so whereas shadow of the Sith is giving you a lot more new information 
versus Dr. Afra. So for to me that for people that didn't like enjoy it Afra as much, it had to do a lot with the fact that this is a story being retold slash reframed. Whereas yeah. Shadow of the Sith is a is more you know it's we know what comes out of it because we've seen the sequel trilogy, but it's all new information that ties some of the things happening between Return of the Jedi and A Force Awakens. So it's just sort of like I'm, yeah. But I I just thought that some of the personally with some some of the decision making of, of the characters within like um, uh, Shadow of the Sith just felt a little like. You know, well, yeah, you you have to make this choice because if not, then it's not gonna work. <laughs> or it's, yeah, but it's just like, oh, okay. So. Yeah, no, I, I I get what you're saying. Um, but you know, to get from A to B to of C course. to D, you have to hit B and yeah. C. When you're trying to make um, everything canon, it's yeah. really hard to weave through everything that already exists. But so. I, I think I think Afra will win. Okay. I think this one will be close, mind. I it I might think it'll be close. I okay. I I'm surprised you think. It will be close. I thought you would just go directly into Shadow of the Sith, and I thought most people are probably going to do that, but I'm happy to have Aphra be a... I mean, Aphra's also... I really like Aphra as a character, so I also now, have a bias even there. even from this conversation, you'd have voted for Aphra, I imagine. Yeah. In this bracket. Yeah. See? So I'm, I'm going with what the public are going to do. All right. Next up is... Ura. We got the High Republic... Again, uh, this one being the Fallen Star versus Darth Maul Shadow Hunter. Oof. So, Fallen Star, Kevin uh, Scott. No, no, it's not Kevin Scott, is it? It's Claudia Gray again. Um, so, okay, halfway through time wise, Jose's just shown me the clock. <laughs> um, so, Fallen Star, everyone dies, pain. Um, <laughs> That's it. Uh, Craker. That's awesome. <laughs> Darth Maul Shadowhunter. Buy the book if you want to be depressed. <laughs> <laughs> um, Darth Maul Shadowhunter is great. It is absolutely great. And I'm very disappointed. I cannot remember the author's head name off the top of my head right now. Um, but it's a great companion piece to Cloak of Deception. Um, Darth Maul basically has to... One of the Nemodians was run off with... Uh, one of the main four Nimodians. So you see three Nimodians running things. In Michael Atlantis. Reeves. Michael Reeves, yeah. Uh, there was four of them, and one of them does a runner with a holocron that's got all of Sidious's plans on it. So Darth Maul gets sent to capture him. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, that's basically the whole book is that happening. And it's great. It's just a fun action popcorn thriller ride of a book all of Plagueis's plans including him like coming at the end uh, being recessed like cloned into a body (laughs) I don't think he got come up with that plan just then Um, (laughs) you know early days I think more about his plans for the Trade Federation blockade in Naboo I think those plans so so not the plans where he has only two wayfinders and and uh yeah, no, not not those plans. I think somebody else wrote those plans. Okay. Oh, so wait, hold on, pause. The one th- I, I I did appreciate in Shadow of the Sith, 
can jumping back for a second here. Okay. That they tried to explain how wayfinders work versus a holocron, and just, there was just a little bit more. It's like, okay, here's lore to explain why these little pyramid things are different than Sith holocrons or whatever, all these other stuff. Yeah. One's a diary and one's a map. Yeah. So it was just like, there's a little bit more of explanation there, and I'm like, oh, okay. Thank you. I appreciated that. <laughs> it was before this. Where was, it was that sort before of, the movie? Yeah. I was like, oh, come on. Um, so, anyways, that's as he was talking about this, and that reminded me. All right, continue, resume. All right, um, we're still uh, yeah. So uh, you know, Maul Fallen Star is going to win versus Fallen Star. Yeah, Fallen, Fallen Star is going to win. Uh, Shadow Hunter is great. I think this one will be. I don't think it'll be a runaway by any stretch. I think there'll be a lot of people going for Shadow Hunter. I'll be voting for Shadow Hunter, but I think Fallen Star will win. Okay. Next. And again, it is a great book. It is an absolutely great book. All right. Next, we have Catalyst, a Rogue One novel versus Galaxy's Edge, Black Spire. <laughs> um, so what Catalyst by <laughs> James Lucino. So this is the, the tie-in to Rogue One. So this is what Galen Erso is doing, uh, how he ends up working back for the Empire and what he was doing up until that point. Um, loads of talking stuff and, you know... The other great thing about Lucino is this fits perfectly with Cloak of Deception as well. Mm. You know, you could read um, Catalyst, then you could read Tarkin, then you could read Cloak of Deception. And even though you go in between Legends and Canon, it would flow as one story. He, you know, he just writes those characters, this, this type of storytelling so well. But it is one of his drier novels. Um, and then you've got... Uh, Galaxy's Edge Black Spire, which is basically the sequel to Phasma. And again, it's a really, really good book. Vimeradi is now on Batu. She's got Cardinal or Arkex or whatever his name is um, working for her now. You know, this is the whole build of a resistance up, which leads into Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Um, Delilah S. Dawson. Um, it's a really good book. This is a tough, tough call. Um, but I think because. It is one of James Lucino's drier works. I think that Black Spire will pip it. Oh, okay. And I think it'll be close again. Interesting. I didn't think you were going to go there. I think uh, Catalyst... I'm, I like... I mean, I guess me personally, I like Catalyst more, but... Um, all right, so Black Spire? I think so. All right. This is the most unsure I've been about a choice yet. <laughs> okay. Um... All right, but now yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, you're just, it's uh, I typed it already, so you can't go back. Okay. Next we have Thrawn. I assume this will be then Thrawn from Canon Thrawn. Thrawn, just Thrawn versus the Jedi Academy trilogy. <laughs> okay, so uh, Thrawn, just Thrawn by Timothy Zahn. So this is Thrawn post Ascendancy, but pre Alliances Treason Thrawn. When he just joins the Empire. Doing thrawny stuff. Yeah. Well, he doesn't do that much thrawny stuff. He does a a little bit of thrawny stuff. This is the most thrawn to me because of all those moments before each chapter where he's just describing humans. Like, he's like, oh, (laughs) they would do this. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is masterful. Like, I love that. Like, just seeing humans and describing how we interact. And I'm like, I agree with you, Thrawn. Yes. <laughs> so you're saying that Thrawn is chat GPT. 
I mean, I I just <laughs> and he was learning the yes, whole time. He was learning the whole time. It's just I I felt I felt uh, I could understand every you know I could understand where he was coming from. I just liked it a lot. But it's I'm not the one choosing books here. It's you. So go. It it, <laughs> it, it you know it is a, it is a absolutely amazing book. I mean, you've got the Jedi Academy trilogy by Kevin J. Anderson. Um, so this is Legends. This is two years after the Legends Thrawn trilogy. So we're talking. Uh, seven years after Return of the Jedi, when Luke's setting up his academy on Yavin 4 and gets his first group of 12 students, and um, they have to defeat the dead ghost of a 4,000-year-old Sith, <laughs> and uh, they go blob racing, and, you know, it's, they're, they're okay, they were good for their time, that's all we had. We have the Thrawn books, and then Truce of Bakura, um, and maybe courtship of Princess Leia, and then this. Uh, you know, we weren't spot for choice, but they're okay. They're all right. Okay. No, um, but they're not going to win. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, people will stand by and they will go, "No, I love those books. I think they may be looking with rose tinted glasses. I think if you went back and re- read yeah. them again, they probably won't hold up. Especially if you were going to read it and go, "Is this as good as Timothy's aunt when he's at his best? It's it's not." Because Thrawn is Zana is best. The only reason I think Jedi Academy trilogy will have, um, like more, you know, that thing that people might vote for them here would be because they're just in general more Legends fan, and then they and then and they might feel that the written, you know, the 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 Legends Thrawn is superior to any canon Thrawn, and then they might just go the other way. Hey, but listen, the. The canon Thrawn that we see in Thrawn, just Thrawn, um, that is Legends Thrawn. The first chapter of that yeah. is Legends material. Yeah, that was written in the nineties right. for West End Games. So, so it's the same character. For, so for you, you people out there, there you go. That's <laughs> from no the man All right, okay. So Thrawn wins. Then we Again. have <laughs> Labyrinth of Evil versus Last Shot. Okay, so. Labyrinth of Evil. I've only read one of the two, so... This is James Luceno again. Mm-hmm. Um, this is part of the unofficial Dark Lord trilogy. So this is the prequel to Revenge of the Sith in Legends. Yes. Um, and it's incredible. It's so, so good. It's good. If you've read... Well, I mean, so you said you've read it, yeah? Yes. And you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And This is where they get probably... kind of like stranded, right? For some time? Um... No, they're they're investigating like um, the Nimodian's spider chair and yeah. kind of get into the whole beef of the plot, and they're that close to figuring it out. And um, there's a million and one references in there to all the other stories that had led up to that point. It ties so much in, and you just won't notice. Like there's a bit where um, the events of the web comic Reversal of Fortune tie in the whole Shaq T. Uh, general grievous battle there's like um they find the two jedi that grievous has killed and they're just about giving a name check and they've had a whole storyline leading up to this point in a webcomic and he's done that so well it's so so good um and then you've got okay i've got 20 minutes left we can do this <laughs> uh and then we've got last shot by uh daniel jose older it's it's a really fun book, but it's also a bit of a mess. So it's Han and well, Lando basically dragging Han out of dadhood to come and help him out. <laughs> some shit he's got himself into. 
um, from years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a fun book. I really enjoyed it, but it is a bit of a mess at times. Um, I think Labyrinth of Evil will will win this one. I think this is the one where the Legends fans will hold their right. ground and go, no, that is an excellent book. That's what I thought you would choose because I'm now I'm writing I'm I'm, I'm trying to to predict what you're going to predict. So, but I'm um, trying to predict what the people are going to choose. Yeah. So, this isn't about what I would choose. No, that's I'm trying to predict what you're going to predict the people are going <laughs> to <predict. laughs> <Okay>. or choose. <laughs> uh, okay. Next. What number bracket are we on? We. Oh my god. Uh, that was. What does it say too? Uh, I don't know. It's a weird number. We're almost yeah. We have like ten more. So we oh, got uh, we got Darth Plagueis versus Allegiance and Choices of One. Okay, I don't even so know what that is? Yeah. So that's two Timothy Zahn books. That's Timothy Zahn's Mara Jade books. Oh, um, I think Thrawn's in the background of one of them. Um, oh. Darth Plagueis, another James Luceno book. Uh, I read that one. It's a masterpiece, right? It's it's really it's good. incredible. Really it's good. really really <laughs> good. Um, that one also still fits with a uh, canon for the most part, at least. Uh, I think we're getting further and further away from it. Uh, you know, things of. like things like Dooku Jedi Lost yeah. doesn't really mesh with it. Um, but there's events there that I think could still work. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and Palpatine's whole history that mm-hmm. could still work, and you know, his political machinations and all of that stuff, and his you know his master and it, it's it is a masterpiece it's absolutely brilliant um and this is the one where i don't think zahn will win you know those allegiance and choices of one books are okay they're yeah. all right i think allegiance is pretty strong um but you know i i, I think this is the first time where i'm voting against zahn isn't it uh yep i think so okay well there we go darth Plagueis to win all right Next, we have the Aftermath Trilogy versus the High Republic Tempest Runner. <laughs> so Chuck Wendig's Aftermath Trilogy, the first book of which people hated when it came out, just because he had the balls to write in a different fashion. Um, Why? But they're really good. Because really, he wrote like loads of first-person bits. Oh, and I liked it. It, yeah, it's really good. And you don't want all your Star Wars books to be the same. So, um, yeah, they're really good. Tempest Runner is another audio drama. Kevin Scott, uh, Lorna D in prison and all of that sort of malarkey. Uh, it's all right. It's pretty good. The voices kind of got on my nerves a bit in the audio drama, but, you know, <laughs> that's just me. Um, there's some really good stuff in it as well. There's loads of funny stuff in that book. Mm-hmm. Um, but Aftermath, I think, will be voted the winner of this, rightfully so. You know, I don't okay. think I don't think Tempest Runner is a strong enough contender no. to be voted against for Aftermath. So yeah, Tempest Aftermath Runner was win. Tempest Runner was fun, but yeah. Okay, next I, this might well for some people this is a very very clear choice, and by some people I mean probably just one person. But this <laughs> is Kenobi versus the Truce at Bakura. Oh, sorry, Freddy. <laughs> uh, yeah. But hey. Um, <laughs> so, like I said with Race, uh, sorry, Yoda Dark Rendezvous, if there's a book that's going to beat Bakura, of, of course it's got to be Kenobi. You know, <laughs> you, you can't feel bad for this, Freddy. Um, so, Kenobi is, you know, space western. It's Kenobi on Tatooine after <laughs> setting the, t- the same time period as the, the TV show, basically, but a completely different story. Better story. Um, maybe a better story. Um, um, there's, again, there's no t- reason why these two can't. Coexist either, yeah, yeah um, true. 
And then you've got, you know, Trusa Bakura, which is dinosaurs in space. Dinosaurs. <laughs> dinosaurs with droids that they can steal your soul and power their droids with. Uh, yeah, you know, very, very kooky 90s sci-fi uh, written by Kathy Tyers. Uh, but yeah, Kenobi's going to win. He's going to trace Bakura. I mean, if... <laughs> There'll be a pocket of hard dinosaurs and fans. droids, though. I mean, if there was a way to sell a book, <laughs> that is the I, way to go. I think the idea is better than the execution. <laughs> it's like you got old man in a desert versus dinosaurs in space with droids. If that was oh, the wait. only, <laughs> so so you've never read this book, so which one? I, I think Truce of Bakura. No, I haven't. Um, I, I think one bit, but we've never talked about is where the big bad imperial governor of the book tries to poison Luke to get him out of the way by making him eat eggs. So he has to eat these eggs that are then going to hatch these, like, killer worms inside uh, of him. Ah! Uh, no. And he gets iller and iller until he has to use the force to bring them up from himself <sighs> as they've grown in size. And oh, his God. Mouth. That's disgusting. Yeah, it really is. No, and thanks. It's disgusting as well. No, thanks. Okay, Kenobi wins. <laughs> Uh, next we have Resistance Reborn versus Scoundrels so Resistance Reborn uh, I'm completely blanking on the author Uh, Rebecca Romanhouse Roanhorse yes Um, it's a really really good book so this was like oh yeah it's one of those big books that span between the movies um, dragged loads of plot lines in from earlier books up into the sequel trilogy uh, brought back um, Champs and Doula, brought back the guy from Bloodline that we were talking about, uh, brought back Wedge. Yes. It's, you know, it's a great book. Uh, yeah, that was really good. And it's, yeah, and it's up against, what was the other one? Scoundrels. Scoundrels. Scoundrels is a really good book. That's Ocean's Eleven in space mm-hmm. with Han and Lando. Um, I haven't read that one. Tim- Timothy Zahn. Again, it's, it's a really good book with a really good twist. Uh, it's a really strong, strong entry, but I think Resistance Reborn will win. All right. I'm not sure which one I'd vote for there. Obviously, I'll have to figure that out by the time this bracket actually happens on Discord and Twitter. But <laughs> yeah, I think Resistance Reborn will win. Okay, we have The High Republic, The Rising Storm versus Maul Lockdown. Uh, so Rising Storm, that's the Cavern Scott book that's just pain and suffering, not so much everybody dies, but just pain and suffering with some more emotions and Is that the one with pain. the with the carnival or the theme park thing? Yeah, the fair. Yeah. No, it the no fair. It's, uh yeah, yeah, the fair, yeah. Yes. That one's great. <laughs> yeah, it is a really, really it's not a fun time. Uh but it's exactly. a really good book. Exactly. And then you've got <laughs> more lockdown, which is by uh, Joe Schreiber that we spoke about earlier. So this is more goes to prison. Mm-hmm. So he's in lockdown. So I don't know whether you'll remember during Darth Plagueis, there's a bit of a throwaway where um, Palpatine has used Maul to stop an assassination attempt on Plagueis. Mm. But because the Bandagora were going to basically okay. use a nuclear bomb to blow him up. Okay. Now, more lockdown is the story of him trying to get that nuclear bomb oh. for Palpatine to use to blow up Darth Plagueis. <laughs> Okay. Um, Actually, that, sounds, that does sound pretty interesting. You know, this is it's gory as hell. It's Darth Maul in prison. What the hell do you expect? It's like, uh, you're, not, <laughs> you're, 
you know, I'm not locked in here with you. You're locked in here with me yes. kind of yep. situation. Um, but, you know, Rising Storm is going to piss all over it. <laughs> it's absolutely, <laughs> absolutely going to hammer it. Okay. Um, now we got, uh, we know how some people might vote on this one because we have Alphabet Squadron Trilogy versus the X-Wing Rogue Squadron series. Oh, my God. That's a pretty good matchup. That's a good matchup. So, Alphabet Squadron by Alexander Freed versus Rogue Squadron by Michael Stackpole. You know, one is very much about trauma and PTSD and the horrors of war. Yes. One is Top Gun in space. (laughs) So, oh, I think, I don't think there's many people who have read Alphabet Squadron and don't rate them as masterful works of literary fiction. Um, You know, Rogue Squadron are popcorn books. They're really, really good popcorn books, but they're popcorn books. Um, But they've also got a massive, hugely loyal fan base. I think Rogue Squadron's going to win. Rogue Squadron, you think? Yeah, I think so. All right. I'm weighing up a lot of things there, you know, the sort of... Our community in um, Discord, uh, you know, I'm sure there'll be loads of Alphabet Squadron fans. Yeah, you're probably right. Rallying around, um, but I think Rogue Squadron will win. I was going for uh, Alphabet Squadron, but that's I also haven't read the other ones, but I really enjoyed Alphabet Squadron. Um, okay, we got 10 minutes left, Trev. Okay. Next up, we have the Darth Bane Trilogy versus yeah. Bounty Hunter Wars Trilogy. Okay. So, the Darth Bane Trilogy by Drew Carpishan. Uh Obviously, we're all about Darth Bane, set a thousand years before Star Wars. Really, really good. Really good. One of the worst covers of all time. <laughs> really good. On um, Path of Destruction, the second book. Um, I think they hired someone to do a cover. He couldn't get it in, and they literally had two weeks to commission someone else to <laughs> deliver a cover, and they turned out some garbage piece of work um which i think is the entire reason that the essential legends collection exists so they could come up with a new cover for path of destruction <laughs> uh, but they're really really good books um bounty hunter wars by kw jetta they must be sort of 97 um my god they're a slog there's some really interesting ideas okay nine and a half minutes left jose just show me the timer uh really interesting ideas by bounty hunter wars but they are a slog it's really really tough um, Plot-wise, it goes between just after Return of the Jedi to sometime between Star Wars and Empire, or just before Star Wars, and everyone shows up. It's something to do with Zyza trying to get rid of a bounty hunter's guild. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a no-brainer. Darth Bane's going to win that. All right, that's what I thought you were going to choose. All right, next we have Dark Lord, The Rise of Darth Vader versus Tarkin. Ooh, both Luceno books as well. Um, okay, so Dark Lord set just after episode one, Tarkin, well, also after episode one, but a little late, <laughs> bit later on. Um, I, I think Dark Lord is the better book. Um, obviously, one is Legends, one is Canon, the Tarkin one being Canon. Um, but Tarkin, like Catalyst, I think the longer he wrote for Star Wars, the drier I think he became. Um, I think Dark Lord will win. Ooh. If for nothing else, he's got a better cover. 
And I think people may. I think people will just go. Well, maybe I've not read either of these, so I'm going to vote for the Darth Vader one. Okay, I I, I like I like Tarkin there. Um, okay, next we have how, Mo- how many have we got left? We got two more matchups left. Okay, cool. And we got eight minutes left, so you can talk four minutes for each one. Uh, we got Most Wanted versus Padawan. I've not read Padawan yet. I know it was what is it? What really is it well received. Um, well, it's young Obi Wan. That's mm-hmm. about all I know. Um, well I don't received. Even know how young? Uh, yeah, it was pretty well received. Um, I think it went down well. Um, Most wanted was really well received. That was the young adult lead into Solo, um, mm, right? Written by Ray Carson, who also did the uh, Rise of Skywalker novelization. Um, yeah, most wanted is really good, really, really strong. Um, so I think, yeah, most wanted will win this. I think. Okay, then the last matchup, and I think we might be able to finish the whole bracket in sixty minutes, Trev. I think you were right. Let's see, uh, Han Solo trilogy versus the High Republic, out, ugh. out of the shadows. Out of the shadows. Yes. Yeah. That's what I thought it was going to be. Um, to click on it. So out of the shadows is well, no High Re- Republic trilogy. That's. Um, but sorry, Han, Han Solo, Solo trilogy. trilogy. <laughs> the Han Republic. AC uh, <laughs> Crispin. That's young Han Solo. So this is the AC Crispin trilogy, not the Brian Daly trilogy. I'm yeah. assuming. Um, and they're absolute bangers. All three of yeah, them. People really bangers. like that one. Yeah, they're really really good. Again, it's early Legends books, but they still hold up. I reread them um, maybe back in the summer or reflick through them. You know, there's some really really good stuff in there. It's, hand from like 13 up to joining um well meeting luke in the pub uh and then out the shadows high republic book it's 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 another high republic book but han solo is gonna win this one all right this is what i'm gonna do right now i'm gonna pause it okay so six minutes to spare we got six minutes you just finished you just talked about 64 books (laughs) in 54 54 minutes. minutes okay so I'm pretty impressed. This is so yeah, you did really good. <laughs> so when before we started recording, you said that we were gonna that what we were gonna do was going to use one hour to do the entire bracket. So you yes. got six minutes left to prove six if you minutes can do to get this, down to one. To get down to one. Okay, so you will read me out the two books. I will give you an answer. Yes. You have to You've got the hard work to do here to keep up. Yeah. If you're going to put that name in to get to the next bracket. Yes. You've got some serious fast admin to do here, Jose. Yeah. yeah if we, if you're, uh, yeah, I know. But we're gonna so. just going to go quick fire. Yep. So six minutes to go. 32 bucks down to one. Yes. Let's do it. All right. I'm, I mean, and again, rapid I'm, fire. I'm choosing, you can, just, I mean, I'm choosing you, what people are going to choose. Yes. I'm not choosing my choice. That's still what I think will win out of this, this bracket. Right. But if you have to talk a little bit more about why each one wins so that I can... <laughs> okay. Okay. Feel, just, yeah, just help me out as well. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Lost Stars versus Ahsoka. Uh, Lost Stars is still going to win. Listen, Ahsoka's great. Lots of people love it, but Lost Stars is up there for a reason. Okay. Convergence versus uh, Thrawn. Yeah, Thrawn. Original you know. trilogy. <laughs> yep. 
Legends trilogy. Yep, you know. Sorry, or Legends. Yes, that's what I meant. Yeah, it's going to take a lot to to beat Thrawn Legends, and you know, I don't think Convergence is it. Okay. Then we have Princess of Alderaan versus Rebel Rising. Oh, two really, really good books here. Um, but I think Rebel Rising has the better reputation. I'm not saying it's a better book. I think it's a more preferred book. So I, I think Rebel Rising will win. All right. Then we have Dooku Jedi Lost versus Phasma. Oh, it's another tough one. Um, I think Phasma will win that. Oh, okay. Then we have Master and Apprentice versus the Queen Trilogy. Master and Apprentice will win that. Okay. And, and it should. It's got Ray Laveros in. All right. Then we have Light of the Jedi versus Princess and the Scoundrel. Light of the Jedi is going to win. You know, First High Republic, but it's going to... All right. Then we have Shadows of the Empire versus Thrawn Alliances and Treason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh... <laughs> now, again, this is what I think. I think <laughs> two not great Thrawn books are going to beat Shadows of the Empire. You think. think so? Yeah, I okay. think so. Dark Disciple versus the Throne Ascendancy Trilogy. Uh, and Throne Ascendancy is going to win that as well. Okay. Then we got Star Wars Episode Three: Re- Revenge of the Sith versus the Dr. Aphra audiobook. Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Yeah, yes, I, I'm saying that. You know, that may just be my own personal bias. I, I, I could be wrong, but I'd be surprised if it doesn't. Okay, then we got Fallen Star versus Black Spire. Uh, yep, Fallen Star will will beat Black Spire. Okay, we got now Thrawn Cannon versus Labyrinth of Evil. Again, Thrawn's going to win, like, just from a, the amount of people who read it more than anything else. Okay. Plagueis versus Aftermath. Oof. Not you, but the people. Yeah, and I think, I think there'll be a a decent amount of people who haven't read either and they will either vote for Plagueis because they've heard of it or vote against Aftermath because they've heard some idiot on YouTube shout about how it's rubbish when it's really not. All right, so, so I Plagueis. think Plagueis will win. Okay. Kenobi versus Resistance Reborn. Yeah, Kenobi will win that. Okay. Rising Storm versus Rogue Squadron. Ooh. Uh, now, I mean, even putting Rogue Squadron through was a stretch on my part. Um, I think Rising Storm will win that. All right. And then we got Darth Bane versus Dark Lord. The Rise oh, that's interesting. of Darth Vader. Uh, so two, so Legends versus Legends. I think Darth Bane will go through there. Okay. And then we got Most Wanted versus the Han Solo trilogy. Uh, Most Wanted will win that. Okay. I like that we ended up with Solo versus Solo. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, so now last, last stars versus Thrawn. Thrawn Legends trilogy. Thrawn Legends, yes. Oh. This could be the biggest upset. <laughs> You've got to go with Thrawn Legends, surely. Surely that's what the people will choose. Okay. You got Rebel Rising versus Phasma. I think Rebel Rising. Okay, we got Master and Apprentice versus Light of the Jedi. Light of the Jedi. Okay, we got Throne Alliances and Treason versus Throne Ascendancy. Throne Ascendancy. Okay, we got uh, Revenge of the Sith versus Fallen Star. Revenge of the Sith. Okay, then we got Throne versus Plagueis. Which Throne? Oh, just Throne. Throne, just, just Throne. Throne. 
I'm going to go Plagueis. Ooh. I think that's what the people are choose in that situation. <laughs> okay. Kenobi versus Rising Storm. Ooh. I'm going to have to go for Rising Storm. Ooh. Okay. And then we got Darth Bane versus Most Wanted. Darth Bane. All and right. Got a minute, minute and a half. You got left. a minute and a half. Okay. You got Throne Legends versus Rebel Rising. Throne Legends. Okay. We got Light of the Jedi versus Throne Ascendancy. Light of the Jedi. Oh. We got Revenge of the Sith versus Plagueis. Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> and Rising Storm versus Darth Bane. Rising Storm. Okay. Now we got Throne Legends versus Light of the Jedi. Oh, Jesus. Not that you, but what people will tough. choose. I know. I know. That <laughs> is tough. Um, there's a ma- load of High Republic fans out there. There's a load of Thrawn fans, but they're Canon Thrawn fans. Yeah, I mean, you only from... had a Canon Thrawn. So... <laughs> I know from our example that you only read him. You and Jacob only read him last year. I'm going to go with Light of the Jedi. Okay. And then we got Revenge of the Sith versus Rising Storm. <laughs> I'm going to go with Rising Storm. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So now we have Light of the Jedi versus Rising Storm. Two High Republic books, and you got 15 seconds left. <laughs> oh, my God. Ten. Which is the better book? Um, Light of the Jedi is great and all. I think- Five. Four, I think the rising three, storm is two, the one. But Light of a Jedi will win. Okay. <laughs> I did not see that coming. <laughs> I did not see that coming either. I thought I thought we were he- really headed for a Thrawn versus Thrawn finale. <laughs> as we hit those last couple of rounds, I'm like, will episode, will Revenge of the Sith get this far, uh, or will Plagueis come through? Um, yeah, I think I may have made a couple of wrong calls there. But we're going to have to get that document, you know, prettied up and see how close I come. All right, Trev. That was that was fun. <laughs> That's harder than I thought. <laughs> trying to put trying to get that mindset of what's going to be yeah. voted for. Um, it is going to be really interesting to see how close I've come with that. Yeah, that's that's going to be. Can you imagine if it does get into High Republic versus High Republic? <laughs> I, I wouldn't have predicted that at all. So... But also, I'm, I can't even say I'm surprised. Though. They are two of the strongest Star Wars books of the last, you know, yeah, ten if not twenty years easily. You know, they are up there with Revenge of the Sith and Plagueis and Legends Thrawn. Um, you know, I think if I think our last eight were pretty solid. Uh, you know, so yeah, we'll just have to wait and see what happens in the next twenty-five days. Now. <laughs> no, I but this you... show this this will go out on the twenty-sixth, so I think that's when it goes out to our patrons. Yeah, so we'll have an idea by then how close I've got to the results that have happened up till then. You know, we'll be in the th- how many like heats was it overall? Five heats like how many yeah so we went 64 to 32 oh yeah uh it's uh yeah the fifth the fifth round is the is the last round so okay so on, so this, we... on the sixth round is uh, yeah so five so five rounds yes so by the time this episode drops we should be you know close to the end 
we should be close to the end of round three. Um, yeah. So yeah, be, it'll be be interesting. Yeah. So we probably have one episode that we will record in between knowing between this episode airs and then knowing yes, the yeah. answers. So still listen to the next one after this, people. But <laughs> then stay tuned for the one after that yeah. <laughs> to uh, to know the results and see how well Trev did over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll chat about it in our Discord channel or whatever. You know, we'll 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 have a fair idea by then. Yeah. Um, but now I'm, I'm, I think there was what one author's name that I blanked on. You've blanked quite, on. You blanked on for that. two or three, but those two or three were more sort of like, was it this person? And then I was like. Like, it took you a second, and then you said a name, and then I'm like, yes, you're right. So, but I mean, you know, I would say maybe it was two where you couldn't remember that I had to jump in. So, two out of 64 books is a pretty good I still can't remember the plot of Inferno Squad. (laughs) (laughs) And you still chose it. You still chose it. Uh, No, I didn't. Oh, was that? No, that was yeah. your personal preference. That's right. Yes, Sorry. yes. I would have chosen. I yes, would probably would will have chosen. choose it yes, just to no. show some love, but it won't. You're right. You're right. Okay. All right. Well, is there anything else you want to share after the, anything else you want to talk about? Because you've talked about no, a I, lot. I, 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 I don't want to do any more talking for the next week. <laughs> yeah, I think you need you need to let, now let just rest after <laughs> and lots of water for your throat there. Uh, but no, this, this was a great idea by you, Jose. Really enjoyed that. Yeah, that was cool. I had a lot of fun, too. Um, okay, well, let's do now into our next segment, our outro. So, people, 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 if you, for some reason, haven't done this yet, even though I've been asking you to do it for many, 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 many weeks now, hey, join our Discord, and why will you do that? <laughs> it's because we have a very active community there sharing their thoughts on the latest episode of Currently Will Be Mandalorian, um, and I guess still some Bad Batch. They're also reading along the newest book release, They're also selling their books and collectibles, sharing their artwork and fanfic, and just talking about a lot of random stuff. And most importantly, that is where you can get the latest news and discuss anything Star Wars archives. If you have not joined, just head on over to utini.com slash Discord and click the Join Now button on that page. Besides being on Discord, we also exist on Twitter. So, Trev, Twitters. Yes, we are at SWArchivesPod. And I am at Davey Todd, D-A-V-E-Y-T-O-D. And I am at the Joxy, T-H-E-J-O-X-I-I-I on the Twitter. And yeah, you know, go there, send us a shout, go to Discord, say hello. And, uh, you know, why don't you go ahead also and, and let us know of your predictions for this uh, this whole March book madness trev what's uh well where can they'll, people they'll, go only have, they'll only have a couple of days because yes this well, yeah, finish it out. well yeah but yeah it's it's on discord uh it's on twitter it's on youtube and it's on instagram and you can vote on all four platforms as well yeah um whatever I, I did kind of have to factor that in as well but because the votes have been quite split as well through platforms yeah. you've been getting i think the results have been the same but the ratios have been mm. very different so yeah, and it's you know the whole idea is really really good. There's some real work gone into it. Um, yeah, it's a it's a great idea. It really brings the community together. Yeah. Uh, to vote for their favorites. So yeah. And you know what? One of my favorite things about this whole like thing is it's their logo. It's a beautiful logo that, yes. that we came <laughs> up with to announce this thing. 
Yeah. I mean, so, it's, it's all right. It's all it's, right. I think it's, it's one of the best ones that in, in, in history. Well, best logos in history. <laughs> uh, uh, Nike oh. might have something to say about that. Uh, or Apple. <laughs> um, well, you know, what we, we should still do is, uh, and this is happening live, right? So, but um, let's, uh, we should tell people on our Discord then that we've recorded this episode. Absolutely. So then, so that, then that way, when you guys in Discord are listening to this episode when it goes live, then you can maybe follow along with your own predictions and see how well you're doing versus Trev. And you can then tell Trev how wrong he was or how right he was <laughs> uh, as, it, as you know, right as soon as this airs. So, but remember, I'm, I was picking for the people. Yeah. So we'll see if he was picking for you or not. Okay. <laughs> well, Trev, thank you so much for talking for almost an entire hour entirely by yourself. Uh, thank you to all of our Patreon members for, for supporting us and making this show possible. And thank you, dear listeners, for continuing to hear us talk about anything and everything Star Wars. And with that, I can now say, Radio out. There is no hatred. There is joy. There is no division. There is union. There is no apathy. There is passion. There is no gatekeeping. There is community. This is the Utini Star Wars fan code. Embrace it, live by it, and above all, trust in the living force. That's all for this week. Join our community and surround yourself with like-minded fans by visiting us online at utini.com. Until next time, may the force be with you.